Welcome to episode 47 of the Vrangian Heresy podcast. My name's Jody, your host this evening, also known as Painted Chap from Painted Chap Commissions. Fluffy Beard, you know, Mr. Beardicus, the man who got, uh, well, I'll save that story for later because it's easier. Um, And with me tonight on our episode is, as always, my two beautiful co-hosts. On my virtual left is the man, the man behind the camera, the man who, who keeps us on the straight and narrow, who is responsible for all the wonderful pictures you should be looking at from Scandus, and that is Mr. Christopher from Project Nivinda. How are you doing, buddy? Well, I caught some kind of plague. I think it was from Nicholas at Scandus, but uh, other than that, quite all right. Had a really nice weekend. So. Yeah, at least it wasn't something you caught from Max, because then you might you might need acid to get that out. Uh, yeah. Just just uh, saying, it's a possibility. Acid actually help, would help. It would probably uh, to make it multiply, but you never know. This is possibly very true. Um, and on my, my imaginary right-hand side, because he is the right hand of her- the heresy gods, is the man, the legend, the, the, the myth, the reality, uh, he who sits po- atop the uh, here of 30K in Sweden, the crown prince himself, Mr. Freddy. How are you doing, brother? I'm uh, pretty knackered. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the, the kids have given me some sort of plague because they're... Back at school, probably. And, sure, sure, it wasn't Max or Nicholas. I don't think so. Like STDs, I have under control. I'm taking so many pills, so that, uh, <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't be in the danger zone. Pills, alcohol, the whole. So. No. <laughs> uh, should be alright. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but anyway, no, it's all good. Fucking hoping away, like always. Oh yes, getting the hobby done. The hobby, the hobby, the hobby train has no brakes. Let alone the Harrison train. Nothing has any fucking brakes. I'm surrounded by knights. Well, to be fair, Joe still, I'm still knights. surrounded by knights. It does, thankfully, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would have made the trip back way more interesting. Yeah. Otherwise, <clears throat> yeah. So let's talk about what we're doing tonight. Tonight, our episode is all about wrapping up what was the burning of Scandus Prime. Burn harder, prime harder, the extravaganza that has just taken place, and oh my god, so to what su- event! To sum it up, we're basically at the embers of Scandus Prime currently. We're, we're yeah, we're at the the post the post breakup. Been drinking for several days, very tired, very hungover, has a slight cold, wondering what to do with the rest of our lives. Moment, I think is a um, is kind of where we're at, if I'm honest. Yeah, like uh, how how will we survive until next Scandus? Yeah. Yeah, with yeah, we you know, have to survive until Lincoln, and we have to live. How are we going to survive till next weekend? Again? <laughs> How are we going to survive till next weekend? I'm getting withdrawal symptoms already. <laughs> what the hell, guys? <laughs> um, so yes, we are talking all about scandals. We are going to tell you about everything that happened uh, that we can tell you on the air. But I'm sure, as everybody's gathered now, this is most definitely a not safe for work podcast. And if you are under the age of 18, uh, don't get caught. Um, and uh, also, if you if you can, please share some money for bail, because we have yeah. people that need it. Yeah, there are st- we do we do still have people who are um, 
under his majesty's pleasure at the moment but we'll we'll let them sort it out if we can't get the donations it's all good um so, so Jody, well, yes while we, we're at this point social yeah. medias social medias yes let's do the important stuff in social media so first of all facebook Come and give us a like on the Varangian Heresy podcast page. Then hop on over to the Varangian Heresy podcast group and join up. Come and join the discussions. Come and see what we're doing, what we've got planned, what we're working on, and all that jazz. Come and follow us on Twitter. We are tweeting and Twitterpating and all that jazz. Uh, we are. We are when we can. Or I say we, Chris, is being the responsible one for doing all of that. <laughs> we are when I remember that I have a Twitter. Yeah, there is that too. <laughs> Um, so come on over and follow us on there. Uh, we are back, back baby on Instagram. In other words, I reset the password and gave it to Christopher and he's sorted it all out now. So he's, he's very much been responsible for making Instagram come to life again. And we had, uh, quite a few updates during, uh, Scandus weekend. Oh dear boy, did we not, did we just, it's, there's yeah, so many cool there things on there. There might even be some, uh, naked fo- photos, uh, that should, uh, Possibly appear in a future episode of National Geographic. Oh, is this, the, is this the is this Danes stripping? Or? No, it's the mating habits of oh, Nicholas Landry. No, no, Freddie, no. I, <laughs> uh, I just stop. I stopped that image in my head. How, I hate you, man. How could you do that to me? Not cool, bro. Not Freddie, cool. Freddie, do you have photos of that? Because then I can. Uh... Well, I've got I mental know images. I just rocked out, rocked out from TOing in the basement, and then suddenly days were like naked, running around, giving Jody lap dances. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Max was involved as well. Yeah, and uh, that's what happens when I leave early. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I get, I, I, I get hurt mentally. Anyway, uh, yes. So Instagram is back up and running. Let's move on quickly before I start having PTSD. Before flashbacks. you get before you get too aroused. <laughs> no, before I start having shut up. Um, <laughs> hashtag mental scarring forever. Um, and then we have our email, which is the Heresy at gmail dot com. Don't forget, even though uh, we are wrapping up our event series, this podcast does not go to sleep. There is no hate breaks on this heresy train. So get involved. If you're at Scandis, send us your feedback. If you want to know about stuff that we've been involved in, give us some, drop us some emails. If you've got lists you want reviewed, drop us some, e- drop us an email. If you've got events you want shouted out drop us an email basically get in touch drop us an email talk to us and let's get some stuff going on because that's a lot of fun so that's the social medias out of the way as they stand right now um so it's fair to say that we have been building up to scandus for so long that the majority of what we've been doing in the hobby we are going to talk about in our main segment so we're not going to have our main what we've been doing in the hobby section right now. Um, we're not. Well, oh. we're going to we, we, we just we're going to talk about it all in one go, Freddie. I mean, all right. I don't want you to be disappointed. Okay. I don't like the sound. I don't like how disappointed you sound there, Freddie. Would you like to talk about what you've been doing in the hobby for uh, at this moment in time? I've been well uh, up until the scanners. I was painting knights, and now I am going to get a Castlex. Okay. I'm, I'm, oh, do you feel better for getting that out now? Yeah. If you're going to okay. do it like this, I am actually sorting Peltasts currently. I'm planning future purchases. <laughs> well, I, if... I thought you were repairing some sort of map. Nah, that may or may not have got broken. 
it uh, cut up my hand again, so I'm gonna do it when I got gloves and a proper workshop. Or just set fire to it and start again. Take your pick. Well, wait, wait, wait a minute. It's my fucking tiles. <laughs> well, crack the tiles off and then set fire to it. No, don't break the tiles. Don't, don't mess the tiles up. Just burn everything else. It is repairable when I've looked over it again, but it will take some time. Fair enough. Um, well, if that's the case, that's what you guys have been doing. Um, I've, I haven't been hobbying, hobbying. I've been setting up stuff related to uh, the my commission painting service that I released uh, or started up, which was actually launched at Scandus. Um, I'm not going to go into a pitch here, but if you are interested, have a search for painting chap on Facebook or on Google and you'll find out all the information you need. So I'll come up with something way funky the next time I, I get around to talking about it. Um, okay, well, that's I need a jingle. Uh, maybe I should contact the Sons of Heresy or something because they're pretty good at jingles. Yeah, Maybe we should. Dino Five Two, they got some as well. They've got they've got some jingles as well, but yeah. you know we'll see. I'll, I'll come up with something. Um, so let's do some let's do some important stuff. Let's talk about what one of the other focuses of this weekend has been about, and has been about for a long time. Um, and I echo Freddie's sentiments in what I've been painting because I've also been painting a lot of nights uh, for this very good reason. Uh, and that was the night raffle draw that took place on the uh, Sunday evening, the end of Scandas. We did the full draw. Uh, and it's and... Uh, still up on our YouTube or Facebook, I mean. Yeah, as a, it's as up there. A live cast. So you get you get to see the one the wonderful uh, myself and Freddie up in front of the camera and Christopher doing the most more responsible thing and making sure that the important stuff gets covered behind the camera. Uh, well, Chris is the smart one. <laughs> exactly, that's what I mean. So you know, we had the right person in the right place. I, I, uh, got, I got the smart. I don't. I haven't got the looks to be in front of the camera. You mean? Well, I've got a face for radio, mate. So we're all good. Nothing beard. Exactly. <gasps> Ooh, they're available now. Yay. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm just maybe planning some javelins for a force. Um, so let's talk about for the night raffle. Pardon? For a horse? Not a horse, Why of do course. You, the horse need a javelin. No, land speeder. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because they're special. They're gonna build chariots. Yeah, I'm warrior chariots. That would be cool. No. Would be cool, actually. Anyway, let's stop rambling. <laughs> let's move on to something else. Let's move on to um, actually talking about the night raffle. So, Freddie, we've yes. talked about it a hundred times before, but could you please just give everyone a reminder of what we were doing this for? Because that's the important thing. Um, and well, uh, everything else is just nice, shiny. We were raising funds to support research for a cure for DMD, which is Duchenne's muscular dystrophy. Muscular dystrophy. Uh, Muscular dystrophy. And if anyone wants to know more about that, just Google. It's quite depressing, but yeah. Go ahead. And uh, what can I say? We fucking... I think last year, we reached a goal, and we passed it by $100. And this year, we passed it by like $1,650, which is fucking amazing. Which is is like (laughs) a lot better. And we also... like. Uh, last year we reached a goal basically at Scandis. We were already past the goal like a week before Scandis this year. And people just kept uh, donating. 
Uh, yeah, and people just went nuts. It, it was like it was so good. Like it, it felt so bad uh, that we couldn't give away more fucking prizes. But you know, we had the prizes we had, and uh, we had some lucky winners. It was like a massive success. And I'm like, I don't know. People keep saying there's a wind down in the Harris community. I can't agree. What do you guys say? No. <laughs> I call. I'm sorry. I call bullshit. <laughs> No. Not terribly. I've heard a lot of uh, discussions uh, standing in the basement with all the cave dwellers, and they were all quite positive to the heresy compared to other games. Do you know? I, do you know? What I think is leading that is the, the talk that um, the next book won't be out until next Christmas at the earliest. I think that's what people are using as the sort of uh, what's the word I'm looking for benchmark of yeah. what's happening with the heresy community, and I think it's. It couldn't be further from the truth. Um, I mean, you and know. to be fair, it's better that they take the time on time on it, make it properly, especially now that they've lost such enormous talent. Yeah, they had. God rest you, Alan. Um, yeah. and yeah. the fact that it's better to take the time instead of making another book seven. This is true, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I mean. I get that we we've done this fantastic thing for charity, and it's you know, like you say, you want to give you want to have more prizes out there and everything for it, um, and this whole slowdown in the heresy thing. I think I think this. Do you know what? I think the fact that this what we've what has been achieved with this charity raffle just shows that there is no slowdown in the heresy because I think this is the sort of thing that would be easy for people to ignore if the heresy was slowing down. Because it's it's suddenly very specific and it's very community driven, and if the community's slowing down and not really there, then it wouldn't exist. And I think that's that's a real strong indication that that that's not happening. Personally, yeah. Um, because I mean, and I, I don't know, like compared to other people, book seven, okay, the rules for the custodies and the thousand signs might be a bit iffy. But the rest of the ninety percent in the book is fucking beautiful. So, oh yeah. Uh, we, well, let's not go into the production quality and stuff like that because there's so much to be said for that. But I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't look at photos. I'm too old for that. I'm reading the text. So. It might also be be me, given what I'm actually going to uni for, that I can see that I get bugged by stuff that no one else does. Well, I'm I'm just glad that uh, I'm just glad to know, Freddie, that you, you're finally admitting that you you read the stories more than look at the pictures these days. So um, you're definitely showing your age there. Um, but you know, I I don't want to to push that any further. Um, and, but I do do like this the enthusiasm for the donations. It, it, as it didn't stop, people were still donating during the weekend of scandals yeah. at the event because they had such good time. Yeah. I heard it from several people. Well, I might as well donate because I have a good, a good time. Do you know what? I'll tell you, tell you what happened. We, we and, were... and, and people that were guesting just didn't even play when I've been donated. And yeah. Well, like, some of them uh, someone, we're going to mention in a few moments, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, definitely. So, um, should we go, get on to it? Should we get yeah, on to it? It's well, the winners. Yeah, well, do you know what? I think we should do before we get on to the winners is just say just how well this raffle did uh there were 322 tickets purchased which doesn't reflect the overall amount that was actually raised because 
the people were still donating without specifically buying tickets for the raffle. Um, yeah. And do you have the figure in front of you, Freddie, or do you want me to cover? Do you want me to go over it? Uh, you made it $21,650. Yeah, that figure, $21,650. Because that's a shit ton of money. <laughs> and that was, yep. that was part, we, we were very proud to announce that we passed that, um, the week before Scandus even happened. But it just shows that it didn't stop. People kept adding, people kept throwing in and kept making more, uh, which is absolutely awesome. Yeah, fuck yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, uh, said it before. I know all of us have been have been super super proud to be involved in it. And before we go on to the winners, just some shout outs to, the, to everybody who's been involved. I mean, we've had loads of um, donations from the community uh, for the knights that were part of the raffle. Um, Henry Steele and the and the warhound. I was going to say yeah, the warhound. Henry Steele, pa- uh, golden demon winner, painting up a. Uh, prize, which was the uh, the night pilot, the base diorama as well, which is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, giving away a, one of the Primark books, which was Lehman Russ, and you know the Sotar 2020 that was given away as well. You know, there's yeah. just so much cool stuff that came from all around the community to to make it happen. Uh, like I said, you know, and big shout to Studio uh, Stu over at uh, Miniature Arm Studios for painting at one of the night ha- night houses. Um, obviously, you took on painting one of the night houses, and it's I, I look at it as my first proper commission for painting chap as well, um, doing the nights, which was absolutely awesome, and that feeds nicely into something that happens in a minute. But um, Chris, do you wanna do you wanna take us through the through the winners but take us through in 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 reverse order or as they're listed in our show notes at least yeah which is as to how they were announced as well on the live stream this is true (laughs) very well put so the winners of 2000 the raffle in 2017 was for the lima ross special edition book was that the one donated by road to terror no, they did. Rota Terra donated the one that went out on the live ah, cast, right. which was the. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, forgot to mention that's them. The well done, thank per, you, boys. Pedro book. That's the one. Yeah, and the, 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 you can see that there weren't only for the raffle, there were also prizes for the telephone. Yes, thank you for catching on that one, Chris. It's well put. Yeah, but the, Luke Johnson won the Lehman Ross Special Edition book. Congratulations to him. Now we had a Praetor and the Primus Medicaid blisters from Fort World. And those went to Nicholas Bradley. Yep, well done to you, Nick. And then we had the lovely... Have we actually posted the photos of the Might Pilot yet? I'm not sure. Uh, you know what, we're sure going Henry. to. We're going to, yeah. let's put it like that. <laughs> yeah, because... Uh, I think Henry has, but I'm not sure if he yeah, But I'm not sure it's on the Facebook for the podcast but we're gonna, we're, gonna, be, we're gonna make it so it, it's probably on the podcast page but not on the raffle page from memory yeah, well it doesn't matter they will be up there anyway soon enough and that's Jill Serot perhaps from France, yeah. France. He, won, he won the as we've been talking around it Henry Steele's night pilot yes then we had a Sotar 2020 that went to Michael Mathis yep 
Enjoy that, Michael. That that was a hotly sought after piece of equipment. Yeah, everyone wanted that. One. I I bought a ticket solely with the intent of winning that. To be fair, I was the only one that didn't want that one. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> if you'd won something, I'd have swapped you for it, Chris. You know, we'd have done mm-hmm. we'd have done a deal. Yeah. Yeah. And then the price that went to probably the one that bought the most raffle tickets this year. The man that matched the telethon. The man who is literally a defines the word legend and the, the yeah. term pillar of the community. Yeah, the powerful John Stanford. Oh yeah. yeah. And he des- he deserves it that title. He does. He really do. He'll, he'll love that fucking titan. Like I was playing with it today. Everything is fully magnetized and it's fucking just the bomb. John. You might want to sanitize it before you get it. Yeah, just clean it off. Just give it a broad wash down. Yeah, but you want a war on Titan painted in Legion Mortis colors. And it is absolutely beautiful. We'll, yeah. we'll be putting pictures up of that later as yeah. well. Speaking of pictures, where we mention it, two of the night houses are of recording already up, and the one will be up soon. The last one will be up soon enough. Yeah. One, so, one is in my laundry right now. Yes, yeah. inside the dry, inside the dryer. <laughs> then we're just gonna mention this. This is for Stuart's night house because Freddie said it. Uh, he has to fix it because sometimes shipping people that ship stuff sometimes might not be the most gentle people. Fucks you in the ass. Yeah, I, I was trying to <laughs> word it around that, but yeah, Freddie, no. what Freddie said. And this is probably the, the luckiest of gits that attended events. Can I can I just point out? I don't know if you picked it up on the live stream on the audio, but I literally said to Freddie. If this ticket wins a nighthouse, it is going to be the luckiest buy ever. Yeah. <laughs> and he is. Yes, he is. It's it's Jaron Pagans who won from, from the, the last raffle ticket bought. On site at the event. He won, he won the Malinax nighthouse painted by Stuart over at the Dino 5-2 and Mirror Room Studios. I swear, if I'd known I was going to be that prophetic, I would have tried to to win myself the the uh, Sotar 2020. But I'm pretty glad that the it was somebody else who won a night household. It was. If you watch the live stream, you can see the the shock on his face and the roar of the crowd when he wins it. Yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> it was absolutely awesome. And if that wasn't enough, we actually had a second win in the crowd. The event, and that is Jody's night house, the Maccabius night house. Yep. And that was uh, Christopher Fagerstedt who won it. Yeah, and I must admit, um, on a personal note, it was absolutely, it, it was some sort of other level of fulfilling to be able to not only do it, to actually do this for the, for the charity raffle, but actually to be able to shake the hand of the guy who won it and give him the nights and actually talk to him about the nights and just get his feedback on, on how happy he was to actually you know, win something on the on the event. It was it was an awesome experience, and he's another one actually. If you look at the vi- if I don't know if you caught it on the video, but he said to me afterwards, he was literally standing there clapping away as his name had been mentioned, and he's like, "Yeah, well done." And then it dawned on him that it was him, and he slowly stopped clapping and went, "Uh oh," <laughs> then got called forward. He was he was over the over the moon. He was over the moon with that. Yeah. And, and then, then yeah, go on. we have Freddy's Freddy now night house, which is house select. We're going to pronounce it like that anyway, because we haven't really set it for one. And it was Trevor Bynum, 
And that's a really, really blue and shiny nighthouse, which I can say because I took the photos of them. It is blue of perfection. It is a gorgeously blue shiny. Yeah. And it's a really, it's, well, given that all the nighthouses are the same customization, the same specifications, they are all, all of the same nights, they're all equally nice, just different colors and different amount of Freddy in them. <laughs> it has its Freddy own fluids. It has its own the levels fluids. of Freddy, yes. Yeah, but don't think that. Well, the real winner in this night house raffle is obviously the the foundation that gets all the money that was raised by the community. Oh yeah. Which every single dollar is deposited directly to their account. Yeah, and uh, well, I think we worked it out that this is. This is funding like easily funds at least two grad students. Um, I think it was JP who worked it out. So one of the guys worked it out that this this is funding like two grad students and extra research, and that is just so awesome. Yeah. So so awesome. And, and not to be outdone by ourselves, we're actually going to do a raffle next year as well, don't aren't we? Of course sure we are. Sure we are. Of course we are. It'd be, it, w- would, it wouldn't be Scandus without a raffle, would it? No. It wouldn't be a year of heresy without a raffle either. That's true. And and every single fucking podcast that uh, people use, like, oh, wait, where we? I can't wait for the next telethon. It's like the best thing during <laughs> yeah. the year. Yeah. <laughs> We're already and, planning uh, it. When are we doing it? <laughs> and we're just going to mention that next year the telethon might be a bit different and might be a bit longer and might be a bit more... Crazy? Well... No, sorted around the time zones to people can, so people from all around the world can actually watch it properly live. Yeah, some yeah. some n- number between 23 and 25 hours, maybe 24 hours, you know, it could happen. Or like eight-hour shifts, basically. But we'll see. That's that's uh, not until next June as it's currently planned, but yeah, keep we'll, it we'll start to... We'll start planning it now so it's all types of yeah. crazy. Do we want to spoil anything else about the raffle? Should we mention the what we're going to? Well, how about this, Freddie? Yeah. Do you want to tell everybody what we're going to be raffling off next year so far? What the plan is for the main prize? Uh, we could, we could. Do we want to? Should, or do we, we, should we leave it as a surprise? We, we we could, could we can give a little bit bit of a teaser? Like we've done, we've done a night house, we've done a warlord, we've done that. Well, that's what we've done, but. I got the way of putting it if you want to. Uh, okay, do it. It's uh, something that cannot be vetoed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do. That'll cover it. <laughs> and if you're not sure, go. Uh, you need to find out where that quote comes from. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. There, there is a distinct um, heavy feel to this one. Uh, yeah. You yeah, know. you can't really thread lightly around its subject. No, you can't. Mm. Uh, you know, I can't find a manipul joke somewhere, but I'm going to think of one. Uh, we'll leave that for next oh, time. Oh, you, you failed the pun battle. I oh. did. I failed. My pun game. My pun fu is, <laughs> is weak. My pun epic fu- amateur level. Yeah, my pun. My pun fu is weak today. I blame. I blame the post-event lurgy. That's my answer. Uh, but yeah, so. Raffle 2017 was a phenomenal success, um, and Raffle 2018 is going to be an absolute mind-numbing success. 
I'm just uh, also gonna put it out. Like... Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm put it out. If you have anything that, you, if you want to get involved in the raffle and have something you want to donate or something like that, get in touch. Yes, definitely. Because we, because we can't get it better next year without your help. Yeah, That's it's right. it's a community effort for the community by the community. For are, they, are they like uh, research was a fucking massive winner yeah. for this year. Uh, the community was massive winner for this year, and the fucking how it brought everyone in the heresy scene like just a little bit closer. And it's like I, I've gone from shaking hands to people at Depticon that that they were talking about like last year's raffle. I gave Cole his warlord from last year's raffle, and it's just the world is fucking a smaller place and everyone's just looking after each other it's so much fucking better it's yeah. amazing it is the absolute awesomes and it's what it needs to be so props to the props to the heresy community and i think it's on that positive note that we're actually going to take a break now we're going to head on out to a tune because we're going to come back and we're going to talk absolutely everything scandus you know, the scandals, the ups, the downs, the belly dances, the you know, the surprise winners, the The dungeon. Uh, the dungeon. The dungeon. Yeah, we need that about uh, you know, abandoned all lube ye who enter sign. That needs to be put up. Um and all, all the other crazy shit that that went on this weekend at Scandus. So we're gonna be right back after this tune with our Scandus wrap up. If you're going to storm Kim Jong-il's palace single-handed, we have to make you a complete soldier in very little time. How are we going to do that? I think I know just what we need. It is time to talk, to dissect, to pick over the bones and the ashes and the embers of what was the burning of Scandus Prime, Prime Harder, Scan Deeper, whatever you want to call it. So, the burninating. The burninating, yeah. Uh, there's, there's, whatever you can make up for. Yeah. Fake words for it. Scandus Part 2. Yeah. Part Harder. Part Harder, yeah, something like that. Um, so... <laughs> Let, let's let's just sort of go through this. I, mean, I know all of us were working on something on the run up to Scandus. Um, I mean, Freddie, what was what was the week before Scandus like for you? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was madness. 
was I was worried I was I was not gonna get ready with like night houses and shit. But still big chaos. How about you guys? Well Well Judy, go ahead. <laughs> uh well I I was um I was in some sort of uh, mad, crazy painting hobo sort of fugue state for the week running up to Scandus uh, because I was fin I finished off the nights and I was working on ter on terrain and I had a, a commission for Eric Arman uh, Orman from uh, 30k Sweden for his Raven Guard flyers uh, yeah. javelins and, and jet bikes. If you look through the albums of the from Scandus. There's quite a lot of photos of his uh, flyers on a table and next to a table. Mm. They look they can... looked really good. I was really proud of them going out. Um, so that was my first official paid commission as well. So there was you know getting all that done and I literally I was painting until three a.m. Friday morning. Went to bed, got up around eight and painted for two more hours and then packed my car and drove up. Um, so <laughs> I, I I was pushing it to the line to make sure I got everything to. Uh, not just done, but to a presentable state for things like the terrain and everything. And um, yeah, there are a couple of close moments there. Uh, there really was. Uh, I'm glad I took a lot of time on the nights over the weeks running up because that was definitely worth it. Um, and I, I actually got to enjoy uh, the car ride up with uh, two uh, very, very awesome dudes. Um, there was... My good buddy uh, Frederick Schostad, uh, who is known as Big Mech because he's a massive orc player from seventh uh, ed 40k, uh, but I, I take the blame of, of dragging him into heresy, um, and uh, he's he played a, a it rather meant awesome. You were the one who, who illuminated him. I was the one who brought illumination to him. Yes. Then um, you showed him the heresy. Exactly. Um, so illumination, corruption, same thing. Um, so compliance, compliance, yeah. Uh, brought him over to the resin master race, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but he, he's uh, he was um, he's he was driving up with me, and uh, also um, Kim Sorensen, the powerful, the mighty Kim Sorensen from Denmark, uh, was riding up, and you know, I picked him up in Malmo, and then we turned around and headed up for what turned out to be like a seven and a half hour drive which was absolutely awesome because we talked heresy most of the way up um, which was brilliant um, and then tried to stay awake most of the way back and as Chris mentioned I got my car brakes fixed that week which was good because the amount of rain and surface water and crazy shit there was on the way back uh, one bad you, break would have you been were a massive you were problem. You were basically fording a river on the way back. Uh, yeah, time. very much fording, uh, fording rivers, and you know, wishing I had a hovercraft in some places. Um, there, there was a ridiculous amount of amount of rain falling. I think there was basically the combined tears of our heresy community knowing that Scandalous was over. But I yeah, it that, was uh, the traitors crying. Too soon, man. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Well, not too much because it was pretty fucking even this year. It was. A loss is a loss. Too soon, Christopher. Too soon. <laughs> anyway, what were you doing in the run up to Scandus then, son? Oh, yeah. I was doing the paperwork for what we were going to hand out at the, at the event. Which looked like awesome. your 
vouchers. Yes, definitely. I'm not, and I, our little travel brochure for next year. Oh, yes, which is absolutely awesome. With big shout out for that because you put that together in the, you know, a couple of days before we uh, actually got the F, the uh, event. I uh, got to the event, which is a it really was cool quite thing a to spur of a moment idea, and then just had to do it. It was also it was awesome to hand it out to handing out. A, we mentioned it earlier on. Chris put together a, a travel brochure of the upcoming Varangian Heresy event series, which we will talk about in our wrap up. Uh, but everybody, and to be fair, the wrap up will be quite brief. Then next, the rest of it will be talked about in the, its own episode. Oh yeah, for sure. In the future. But it was very awesome to to have for you to put that together. It was uh, very cool to have that at the event. Um, I also did some seekers. You did. Yeah. Ooh, so many seekers, and uh, all, 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 all two of them. Exactly. <laughs> and your, your memory serves. Did you grab them to take them back and repaint them? Uh, I was actually grabbed them to take them and um, took them back to upgrade the paint job because it wasn't satisfactory of the level of it. Fair but they will be back. They will be back next year for those missions where that requires seekers because they're for some mortalis, not oh. my some mortalis. <laughs> Oh yeah, and it was uh, they were very awesome as well. I, I also did manage to mess up the map I've been working on for ages by dropping it and then having it injure my hands, which yeah. is lovely. Well, yeah, it shattered. You've been using uh, was it resin or fiberglass on there? Oh, it was uh, regular glass actually to Ouch. strengthen. The, it was sandwiched in between two sheets of uh, uh, what is it called fiberboard yeah. basically. And uh, the fiberboard cracked, and then the glass shattered in between. Ouch! I've done this before. I've when I've used um, like regular IKEA frames to do maps and other stuff like center pieces, but it obviously doesn't work if you drop it down a flight of stairs with concrete steps. No, no, I, I, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't. Um, in fact, we know it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And let's not do that again. <laughs> yeah, that was unnecessary. Yeah, it really was. That was a little hardcore. Uh, so I mean, that was that was basically our run up to the week, uh, to the Friday, and you know, with all plans uh, in motion to actually be able to get up there and help with setup, that didn't happen on my end. Uh, so Freddie, do you want to tell us uh, sort of give a shout out to the guys who helped with setup as well? Well, that would just be Magnus, since as everyone else went. Away drinking and playing Battlefield coffee. Well, I was supposed to take part in the podcast game. Yeah, you were our representative in that. Yeah, but uh, and then I went away to do setups as well. Yeah, but big shout out to uh, to Magnus. Yeah, he did an awesome job. Julius did a, quite a lot of job work as well. Oh, the young impressionable Julius. Gotta love uh, it. Uh, the the John impressionable Night Lord. <laughs> Yeah, there is that. Uh, but it was very awesome, very awesome of him helping out and doing stuff, uh, for both of them helping out and doing yeah, stuff. We, we appreciate it. We appreciate it a lot. Really do. Yeah. Uh, especially Ma- Magnus worked... Uh, Ma- I mean, Magnus was playing uh, with his Dark Angels, and um, he uh, he showed up... He, he was also providing technical support during the, the week as well, or the weekend as well, which was very awesome of him. Um, helping us out um, so yeah thank you very much sir um, I, I, both uh, you know sorting everything out to start with and then helping packing out 
Yes. But you know, so, so did poor Dominic and uh, and Max because well they kind of they, <laughs> they didn't show up late. late. <laughs> they, well, they did they, show they, up late. They had no choice though because they needed a lift to the airport, so they had to stay and help out cleaning. <laughs> See, this is this is what happens when you have international guests. They have to sing for yeah. their supper. So, um, what else did we do on the Friday night? Then we set that, everything up. And uh, there was a massive Battlefleet Gothic game. Yeah. So what was that uh, like, Chris? Well, we had uh, we had a plan for Jody to have a fleet. Yeah. But uh, we didn't really have time to finish it all of the nights and stuff. I had to, to make do. some tactical decisions, and sadly the Battlefleet Gothic yeah. fleet took the, took the brunt of the hit on that one. Yeah, but to be fair, you did, did the right thing because... Uh, it was to sort the knights and to sort Eric's flyers and stuff. Oh yeah. But, uh, we did decide to play twelve fifty points each, and we had three players aside, so it got quite cr- cramped on the table. And it was me, Dom, and Jens from Northern and Dom is now from Terra, I think. Yes, he is. Yeah. Is the roving drunk reporter, whatever Max called him. I'm not sure. <laughs> he, he, he wasn't he, the one that was most drunk. I was going to say, he's the roving drunk reporter, which is basically the, his way of saying he's the sober, responsible one. Yeah, I thought it, I thought he was Max Carer, actually. But I think a lot of people thought that, to be fair. Yeah. That's worrying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was uh, us three versus uh, Linus, Max, and Nicholas. So it was uh, several podcasts... Uh, in attendance and it was a really nice game it was nice to see all those ships on the table again and there's lo- there's quite a few photos up on the Facebook page to see what I'm talking about and it was nice because I actually played a game at an event I know right it, it was literally yeah. almost a year to the day yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Which is which is awesome to have you uh, have that happen, and you you defended the podcast honor as best as possible. Yes, yeah, far as I know, we won the game, but I didn't participate in the end of the game because I went well, we down into the dungeon stuff. and tried to sort some cameras for the gimp. Excuse you. Whatever. Well, I thought we didn't. We have a gimp down there. Did we have a gimp down there? I uh, I don't. At know. least that's why. Well, that's what people went down all of the time and asked for. I think they were. I think there was the assumption there was a gimp down there. I, I don't think yeah. there, there was an actual gimp. I think that might have been some some false I think advertising. It was the, I think it was the third legion army just standing in the cupboard. That that was probably. Or, or they were they were very confused with what Magnus was doing. Or what <laughs> or what actually a gimp is. I, I don't think by the, by the end of the weekend anybody was confused about, about what Magnus could do. Um, so, yeah, could be. That depends on which Magnus we're talking about. <laughs> that's also very true. That, but that, we'll that, leave that, that up to that, our, listeners for, our listeners' imagination. Yeah, that's for event wrap-up the next days. But <laughs> everyone set everything up uh, then after that. Well, after that at, least, uh, at least I went back to the hotel with... Uh, Max and Dominic and Linus and Jens, who had a few beers. And I went to bed when they started to discuss Brexit, you know, the prudent thing. Oh, yeah, because they went out on the piss on the Saturday night, that's right. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, um, well, yes. yeah. 
yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll fill in on that one in a minute. Um, but yeah, you and I were working on the, on the on the technical stuff down in the dungeon, getting everything set up. Um, so that was that was and pretty I, awesome. And I was building tables like a motherfucker. You were, you were getting everything set out, and it was it was awesome to see the sort of like with any event, it's always awesome to to get to it and be there. Um, but for myself and Chris, this time we were part of the TO team. Um, yeah. So we weren't actually pl- making, uh, we weren't actually playing. So we part of the organising team, and uh, that was awesome. That was really nice to be part of. Um, it's also more of a, we found it prudent to actually help out and not just just stand there. Yeah, nothing. This is true. <laughs> um, so that was sort of Friday night setup, and then Saturday. Uh, Saturday is where where it all sort of it all kicked off. Everybody rolled up, and the shenanigans got underway. Uh, I mean, Freddie, you you led the the whole introduction on the Saturday. So do you, <laughs> yeah. want, do you want to talk through that? Oh, I can do that. Uh, the first thing that happened was uh, I've done the draw, and the fucking computer crashed. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, trying to get the fucking computer to work was like a nightmare. I take some dodgy photo of the screen before it crashed and died completely, and I tried to organize the draw. That was that was like a massive fail, but eventually I knew that I as as long as I got people to tables, the way we did the system with uh, how you went, how you moved up one, down one, and so on, as long as I got someone to the tables, it would be all right. And after like uh, sorting that shit out for like ten minutes, eventually everyone was on the table facing some opponent and starting round one. Yeah, I think I think yeah. Once we got all that sorted. It was just free flowing for that, and it, I have to say it was pretty relaxed. Like you maybe teared what a couple of times, I teared a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean Chris, you basically took over the dungeon downstairs, didn't you, and kept things going down there? Yeah, I thought it would be the easier sense of everyone having to run upstairs all the time when it was a question. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I went, went, I went up, to, I went up a few times and just checked and did a bit upstairs as well, but yeah. I mean, it was it was very awesome. Uh, like you said, I, I think I TO'd probably a little more than you did because I think I answered more basic questions. I haven't actually TO'd um, a heresy event like in that respects. Um, it was it, I, you know, I had to answer a few more questions just because they were simple things I didn't know off the top of my head, or was some of the stuff to do with the missions you'd written down. But yeah, like once everybody got up and running, the the basics were just it was just walking around and keeping everybody going and having having a laugh having a chat and really enjoying uh, talking to everyone i mean we had a hell of an atmosphere on on the first round i mean there was some some proper matchups going on down there and you know people getting very uh, very geared up I and mean, we did have sadly we had one dropout uh, who got, uh, was unwell and couldn't make it so uh, had to do a bit of a shift around because we had uh, the lovely uh, Jimmy Henderson borrowing the uh, mechanic of Nighthouse. Uh, he was yep. scheduled to play on the loyalist side, and then um, he decided to lose all his games for the traitors instead. Hang on, hang on. Be fair, be <laughs> fair. He he had to switch because one of the other one of the other players dropped out. So it, instead of me playing for the event um, with yeah. the other night household, he ended up facing a very um, very well drilled White Scars army. Um, that, yeah, that may was, or may that not was, have pimp slapped him pretty hard around on the first event, first turn. 
that was one of the games I basically supervised yeah. in the dungeon. That and but, uh, the game between Dark Angels and Death Guard that went on downstairs as well. Those were lovely games, both of them, but seeing a Nighthouse basically cut to pieces by White Scars, it was a thing of beauty, actually. I I, I have to add something, though, which I've been thinking about. What's that, man? that is, imagine, like, we're having... Let's go back to this whole, like, oh, heresy might be whining and whatnot. We had a heresy event, like a massive heresy event, with, like, a lot of players... Like forty players, and we had one drop out. And that's because his, like, sadly his body failed him. It's not because he didn't want yeah, to. Yeah, and that is because he was home sick. Yeah, you know, which which is a valid reason. My book. To not yeah, yeah but but seriously, when was the last time anyone held an event when there was like one drop out? Yeah, I think I think that's very fair put. I think I think the other thing to sort of mention on that is also we had a lot of visitors. We had people coming in to see what was going on um, and hanging around and sort of taking pictures and, you know, learning the game and, you know, asking questions and stuff, which I thought was absolutely awesome. Uh, There was was a bunch of people that was super heresy curious and some were lucky than others in the end. Yes, some are just jammy bastards, eh? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure, you know, roll up, spending their money, winning our event, winning our raffles. You know, shit happens. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was it was absolutely awesome. And um, that that first round was uh, very eventful, and and it was great to see uh, people getting really excited and and straight away buying in to um, the points going up on the board. That was that was awesome. And um, yeah, I th- I think yeah. it was it was a really good format with the, yeah. the ZM games uh, running alongside the the big and games just, as well. Uh, just I'm just going to talk about the points right now. Yeah, because there was some contentions when it came to the point points to what would actually go up on the board that I heard from quite a few people that didn't really know if they were for all of the agents' missions or none of the agents' missions. But we have. Taking this uh, this on board next year, and we're gonna make out clearer rules so people actually know what has, what's happening for everything that's similar to that. We'll, we'll write it in crayon so everybody can understand it. We we'll uh, write it on the whiteboard, and then it might get wiped. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, bit like a night household, you mean? Yeah. Oh, too soon. Um, I just just wanted to mention that that's one of the things we we had some feedback on, and I'm just gonna address it here that we will think about it and. Something might or might not happen about it. Yeah, and I tell you what, we're talking talking a bit more about the atmosphere. Just seeing the guys uh, getting to meet each other, those who may not play regularly against each other, or those who those don't. Who came from abroad. Yeah, I mean, That's hey, that ended. is something we got to shout out. We had uh, players coming from France, from the UK. Uh, did we have uh, Denmark as yeah. well? Yeah. Um, Skåne, which is basically like, you know, the bottom of Sweden and contested. I think is a nice way of putting it. Um, they want to be their own. Yeah. Uh, we have we anybody coming? From any, do we have anybody else coming from anywhere else that I'm missing there? Uh, let me think here. We had Denmark, uh, France, the south of the UK. Careful. And the north of the UK. Much better. 
there was one each. Yeah, just 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 don't stop at South because that'll ver- that'll upset him even more. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, did we we was... we were talking about having someone from Norway come down, weren't we? Yeah, but uh, they went to Taris. Uh, they would. Oh, they went to Tarsus. Oh well, sorry guys. You sorry man, you missed out. That's what I'm saying. Um, but we love you guys. <laughs> well, they're welcome no. next year. Won't hold it against them. Much. But, but they draw. It, it's all good. Like uh, you know, as long as you go to an event, that's all that matters. Yeah. It is. It very much. Because we 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 didn't have any space for any more <laughs> anyway. No. Uh, no. This, not this really. Is, no, we 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 couldn't have managed another one. That would have been a bit of an issue. Um, but uh, no, we had a fantastic showing, and you know, like I said, lots of uh, really awesome, um, really awesome people there. And like I said, they got to chat, meet new people, face new armies, stuff they'd never done but done before, run new units. You know, so many so many cool things, and it was really good to see people getting into the missions that were set out and the one thing I mean we've talked about it a number of times how we were doing the games uh, but Freddie do you want to just explain sort of what would happen if somebody won one of the ZM games what would they what they would be able to do well well uh, basically we had uh, big tables and ZM tables and the big tables were like 3500 points full on mega battle missions and the CM tables were kind of connected to the big tables and whoever won a CM table could give bonuses to the big tables so that we had like knights coming over, we had warhounds coming over we had mastodons coming over we had like flyers coming over bombing runs and shit happening land strikes, like there was so much shit going on, so so you had like your, your side's partner were working on the CM table and they tried to get bonuses to their own sides on the big table yeah, yeah. and man did it, it it swung a couple of games it was um, it was very interesting um, how it played out um, as an example we mentioned it earlier uh, that uh, Eric was uh, Eric Oman was running a very flyer heavy um, <coughs> <coughs> based Fire based list, basically. Yeah, well, it was a flyer base list. Yeah, you're right. Um, and he was playing against uh, Pontus, who was running his Sons of Horus army. Um, and the ZM game, the first round of the, the matching ZM game, um, the winner would win, would basically release a Thunderhawk, um, which ended up on Eric's side. Um, and that got that that looked very impressive. Uh, with, you know, I can mention that there are photos of that. Oh yeah, I was going to say there's the photos you have to go and see. So there was that, and I thought it was going to be a bit of a dire moment for for Pontus, but he pulled it out and got the win. But seriously, that was that was just awesome to see, and it, it became a thing throughout the weekend that this, you know, there would there was stuff coming up that would just um, absolutely throw games <laughs> in different directions. Um, and I thought it, I thought it was done for for a lot of uh, with a lot of uh, uh, humour and, and uh, goodwill and good grace. There was some serious swearing at some points. <laughs> stuff yeah, came on. I, I, I think when uh, Pele got the second warhound in facing him, when he was already facing Custodes, 
and a war. Yeah, he yeah. killed off the first, the first Warhound as part of that army, and Mar- yeah. Martin's uh, custode Warhound army. And then because it happened to turn out that the accompanying ZM game gave one Martin another Warhound, uh, poor Pele. I mean, he 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 did so well, but that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that uh, Eric Weller wasn't that happy the second game he got the <laughs> Warhound in against him as, as well. Well, he was, and he was playing a very heavy. Uh, he was playing a Mechanicum list, which really didn't have much to go up against it. <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, he... at least in the at least in the second game, he might might have been talked into, and Mortar might have been talked into actually having a f- fight between an army of Castellacs and Tanathars and Mag- Magi versus a Warhound in close combat. Yeah, didn't go well. Turns out they're not that great in close combat. Yeah, Warhounds aren't that great in close combat. Who'd have thought? Um, big guns and stampy feet. But it, didn't but do it the was job. a really, really cool battle. Yeah, and there's photos of that one. I bet it was freaking awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean that that had a, a really up and down effect on on everybody, but everyone took it in good good stead. Uh, and after the first round, the the loyalists had a lead, and they had a pretty big lead as well. Um, and already there were echoes of last Scandus coming to. Uh, Coming back to those of us that were there in the in, in flashbacks of, you know, a massive loyalist victory, um, and everybody, uh-huh. everybody sort of did their disappeared off for lunch, and then after lunch we came back and had the was it before or after lunch we had the generals huddle. Uh, after lunch, yeah. So after lunch, we had the general's huddle, which is where the uh, event-only specific car, the the army, the sort of two sides got together um, separately, and you could swap around your event cards and start causing shenanigans on the uh, table, uh, on the map, sorry, and all this sort of stuff was going down. So that started to get everybody woken up from lunch, and we jumped into the second round and again the energy didn't seem to drop I mean I don't know about you guys but I, I normally notice that after lunch the energy drops a little bit uh, not, takes... not with that crowd I was it seems say... like uh, the lunch and the, 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 the quite close scores actually reinvigorated people and it went louder than ever yeah during the exactly that, that's where I was going with it just completely excuse me completely and utterly ratcheted up to another level and it, it got it, it didn't get silly but it got it got pretty intense in a good way everybody was totally up for it and it just got better and better and better and better um, which was great I mean did you guys pick up any highlights from the sort of the the afternoon that you know stood out for you as far as games are concerned well there was a Couple of nice battles in the basement. <laughs> well, yeah, like uh, it, that was not probably that game, but I remember Jimmy losing the war zone traits, losing four nights <laughs> because oh, no, one that's the, that, that's that's the, save that one that Sunday morning. Let's not lose that story because that story is so good. Sad, but so good. I, I was going to mention that down in the basement we had Jens. Playing his uh, Dark Angels, Tales of Northern Heresy, with his Thunderhawk and Glaive, because why not? Yep. And the Thunderhawk killing the opponent's Mastodon. 
Yeah, was was this the opponent who was running the Thousand Sons? Uh, yeah, one uh, one of the Thousand Sons. One of the Thousand Sons. Uh, was he? Yes. The, was it? Was it? Um, was it the Thousand Sons list that ended up with uh, that had um, uh, Magnus in? Yeah, it had Magnus in, but it had really really bad luck with Magnus. Okay, I was going to say, how did Magnus do? Because did I, I remember Magnus trying to? He, he had a lovely stretch of rolling once, except for saves. Yeah, he he didn't. But the force was not everything with him. Else. No, the force was not with him, and and uh, but he did manage to kill the Gunter on the Fortress of Redemption that was on the table, or the Fortress of Redemption model, which is a moral victory in itself. Yeah, because he used the his magna the magna or siege melt or whatever it's called to kill it. Yeah, it, do, it that, does. that was a that was a fun game to watch because Magnus and his bodyguard just didn't want to die. He just kept living. Yeah. And the other battle down there was uh, Nicholas of uh, Don't Lose Your Head versus a really, really nicely encamped uh, sacrificial offering Iron Warriors army with a Castellum stronghold. It was one of the few times I've seen one in the wild. And how did it go? Well, Nicholas managed to kill almost everything except for losing the game. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was Toppen's uh, Iron Warrior list. Yeah, um, he brought that. He brought the uh, the. He did kill the tormentor, and, and Perturabo. Yeah, uh, yeah. To, to be fair, the player did kill him himself by dropping him on the floor and shattering him in quite a lot of pieces. He died, and then he di- He rose and died again. I think was the, yeah. the, what it was. What it came to. But no, yeah. I, he brought uh, he brought the same terrain last year, and it was it's such an awesome piece of kit. I absolutely really love is. it. Um, I want one. <laughs> I can't I afford can't it, but really, I want one. I don't really understand why Nicholas insisted on having hovering uh, Malkadors, but that's uh, a different story. Uh, it looked cool. Rule of cool, baby. That's. He also so tried cool. to breed his uh, land raiders. Yeah, they were piling on top of each other. I think he's gone for this whole. Well, if we've got squadrons, they're going to have to do something, so they might as well, you know, yeah, try uh, and breed other land uh, raiders. Uh, we, I think we said the Lonette is actually trying to breed some Proteus. Thanks. Ah, that's what he's trying to do. He's actually trying to breed Land Raider Proteus, is he? Right. Or, yeah. Or Protei, depending on how many he can actually put out. Um, also, depending on if it's... Uh, if they, Which language ending they put on it. Very nice. Um, so we've got the... Um, so we've, that kind of gave us the end of end of day one. And after... Well, day, at least the, the main part. Yeah, of well, I was going to say, the, the main part, the campaign play... At the end of day one, and from actually being down, the traitors pulled it back. They pulled it back yep. around, and they managed to pull out a lead of six points. I think it was six campaign points by the yep. end of day one's actual gameplay. And we were like one one game ahead. And this is this is going to be ironic later on. Yeah, it is, <laughs> um, and it was it was very impre- very very impressive seeing how all this went down, um, and then once the tra- that happened, well, there was a really tragic event happening during the afternoon of Saturday. Go on, you've got to you've got to tell this one. The beer fridge was empty. Yeah, 
Yeah, the Dreadnought Drafts and you know all the other all the other beers that that were there for the enjoyment of everybody. Uh, got enjoyed by everybody pretty quickly. Um, yeah. yeah, about nine p.m. All the alcohol was out. Yeah, even even the alcohol the Danes brought with them, which was quite a bit. Um, yeah, most of it was uh, vodka with green food coloring in it. Yeah, that that was interesting. To be fair, that you know, uh, Eric being being the man he is, is walking around with basically what looked like um, you know some sort of fruit salad in a glass. Um, or really, really fake absent. Yeah, or yeah, really bad Midori. Take your pick. Um, yeah. And still claiming to be some sort of some sort of paragon of manhood, and and everything. But to be fair, he could just claim it's uh, like unguent or sacred oils. He could. He could. He didn't, however. So he loses. He can't do. You can't pull that one back. Not not on that one. Maybe on the next one. Um, so what happened on the evening? All hell broke loose on the evening all that hell broke loose yep it was the night joust and this year there were oh lord probably 20 players if not more playing this and we went through it last time but it was very very simple um, everybody took a lord of war that was up, up to 500 points and they sort of deployed along this what became a ridiculous like 20 foot by 4 foot playing space or more maybe um, everybody deployed maybe about 12 inches apart something like that on each side and were given everyone was given a card which represented their loyalty and it either had for the emperor or for the war master on it and we literally went right side left side and I think by the second or third time I got around to that I just gave up went right everybody shoot each other um, without really you know worrying too much um, and we had um, it happened again it happened like it did last year one end of the table there were like seven loyalists and one traitor and that poor traitor knight just got ruffle stomped so quickly um, got some extra love oh yeah it, it got full brotherly love like Ferris got loved by Fulgrim kind of love and not the you know layer blade kind of uh, love but the um brother love um and it was uh yeah it was painful to watch that um but we had so we had some great people who were there for the first time um who were literally coming along as as uh, guests at the event got involved um which is really important because that paid off at the end um and yeah so it, it just got absolute shenanigans um but uh... How did Pert Rob affair? He died. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quickly. Up. Not that quickly. He survived yeah. at least. It was that quickly. Oh, fair enough. Then I, I, I just knew he, he was dead. Don't, don't make, don't make up an excuses for him. I'm, I'm not making. It, it it's night, it's night. As stuff was supposed to just die. It was. <laughs> at least it didn't go down like Fulgrim did on a one-hit stomp. Um, he did go down like a, like a Primark. Um. Yeah, they might basically glared at him and they ran away. Something like that. Um, on a, on a two-hit two stomp. On a two-hit, yeah. I think I think it took. He was twice. He was. He took twice as much to kill him, which I think probably was actually two stomps. Um, and we had, we had um, one one slight logistical problem was that the warmaster Horus was actually on the field, and he was all on his own, 
literally in like a four by four space all on his own he's like fuck this i'm i'm not going to to move i'm gonna stay here so i just you know stepped in as a tear went right he automatically teleports 72 inches put him somewhere scatter him the full distance whether he likes it or not and he happened to land in in by the the typhon that refused to die uh, the little, yeah, the the little war engine that, that most, could basically. one of the most effect, effective night killers it was I, w- I mean it, it it wrecked face um it was well, doing really well it was that and uh, nicholas's uh malkador that did quite well yeah and um there was uh there was a there was um oh what was it Freddie, you you were actually around when this was happening um with uh, the warhound that got taken down the warhound that was terrain but that suddenly became alive and activated and then got taken down <laughs> you going to give us a little yeah. bit of that story buddy uh well we used these ideas to spice things up to activate the warhound but spice unfortunately spice it up Unfortunately, that backfired because it fucking died, like almost instantly. It's ridiculous. Stupid. Stupid luck, luck of the draw or the roll or whatever. Mhm. But someone and very yes. specific managed to get the kill in, didn't they? Yeah. Which is rather well, awesome. You, you, you can say that. Well, I will say that, but we'll save it till we do the events and do we do the awards at the end. Yeah. I'm just going to mention that we did live stream most of it. We did until the but, battery died. Uh, um, yeah. Had a little snafu there. Yeah, a little bit of a te- technical misplanning on the on the how long it's going to last on the battery. Uh, my bad. Um, but it, it died, but it was rather awesome um, watching it going on and uh, trying to get some decent camera angles and coverage um, as. Uh, as all the crazy was going on was interesting to say the least <laughs> lord almighty um and uh yeah then yeah then then it all basically it started to peter out a little bit as people were um uh, were getting Eliminated. their knights killed off and you know then the surprise porphyron showed up in the backfield at the, um, or the back end of one of the uh, areas where the trade where the loyalists had pretty much cleaned house um, so that got quickly dealt with and everything sort of stomped around and the last the literally the last deaths happened to be two um two knights blowing themselves blowing each other up at the same time um so nobody technically stood the whole way however um these two knights went out in a you know uh, double sort of rock, of en- yeah like end of Rocky 1 but with explosions um, with Titanic explosions as they both go down from the, the sort of laying a hit on each other at the same time um, so yeah that was uh, that was very cinematic uh, now Freddie can yep. you remember the awards uh, yes I can good can you remember who won them Ooh, I was really drunk at this stage. I know. I know you were. <laughs> that's that's not an excuse you should remember this stuff, Freddie. I'm pretty sure I probably don't. <laughs> I, I know that it, it's the was it the the favorite of the Warmaster, uh the best painted knight. He was yeah. also the most epic death. And uh, what else was 
overtaxed reactor one. That was it, overtaxed yeah. reactor, which is like yeah. most most kills. Or best kill or whatever. Yeah. So there was that. Um, that's about it. But if you wanna if you wanna ask me like who won anything, by that stage I was Well I can remember I was, the I was, in, I was in my happy place. You I were know in your alcohol infused place, weren't you? Um, I can remember that I remember that Eric won best night, best paint job. Um, and I know that, uh, and that's, uh, Eric. Eric Uh, I know Marie who were, who's, uh, Pontus's, uh, fiance. She joined in, took one of the nights. Uh, I think it was the Asheron she took. I can't remember which one it was or a castigator maybe. And she actually got the win for overtaxed reactor. Uh, by doing some kills, which was pretty awesome. Um, and then what else did we have? We had um, I can't remember. Did did Pelo win something? I can't no. remember. Yeah. Should we just do it like this? If you want something that we didn't mention, please tell put us. Po- <laughs> put in a postcard. Yeah, please tell us because we we really should remember these things. But sometimes we 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 forget because we're yeah. silly people like that. Um. So yeah, the, it was a rather awesome evening, and awards were given out. People were very happy, and it it was genuinely an absolute blast. Um, and then, because this is what happens after the night just was done, and everybody sort of packed out, um, some people went out on the piss. <laughs> some went back well, to the hotel Jerry, rooms. Admit, you just have to tell the good listeners what happened to you. What are uh, do I? Really? Yeah. Otherwise, we'll find the photos and post them. Oh, fine. All right, then. Um, you're still going to do that, though, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I don't really have a choice. Um, at the end of the evening, after the night just, whilst people were, were disappearing off, I was taking what I felt was a rather well-deserved break on the sofa, just chilling out. Uh, Freddie had disappeared off downstairs. And had you left at this point, Chris? I can't remember. Yeah, uh, I went back with... You'd done uh, the smart thing and, and disappeared off. Yeah. We were a few of the podcasters went back with uh, Joan, Joachim. Yeah. And... I'm sorry that I, I suck at names, but it was a really nice thing to do, drive us back to the hotel. Yeah. Um, so that, that <laughs> was... No, it was taxi that night, still. Yeah. It was a nice thing to drive us back to the hotel. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm there lying on, on the on the sofa, and I suddenly no or, or sitting on the sofa, I suddenly noticed that there are two blokes bounding around without their T-shirts on, and it happens to be Janus and Eric... Velo, um from Denmark, both pissed out of their gourds and bouncing around with their t-shirts off, yelling about doing belly dances. And oh, I, I thought, well, this this would be fun. They're going to have a laugh. They're going to have a joke. Um, no problem. Oh, they did. They, yeah, well, yeah, uh, it's going to be fine. Just something to sit back and watch until they zeroed in on me on the on the to podium and decided to come up and give me a lap dance and this is why it's now henceforth called the costume couch yeah which which was joined in by max from max from the road to terror who um yeah was trying to get personal um it, it was most definitely something i wasn't expecting and i felt like i needed a shower afterwards um so thank you for destroying what little innocence i may have had left um and yeah well, okay. Can, I, can we move on now? I don't want to have to relive this again. It's enough. Why? 
it will be t-shirts with that for next year. Oh, fuck with, you. With, with it <laughs> <printed> on it. <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> oh, you know you want it. Oh, shush. Right, um, so that was the end of the evening. The the uh, It is important to mention drinking because the boys from Denmark, um, the the awesome and well-loved, res- well apart from the fact he's an ultramarine player, uh, Bjorn Harvison and uh, Nicholas and a couple of other lads, uh, went out for a beer afterwards. Um, I myself and my, uh, my buddy Frederick decided to uh, actually crash and try and get some sleep. Um, yeah. And everybody <laughs> made it back to the event the next morning, didn't they? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> depends on that. What you mean, made it back? Well, and, yeah. yeah, no, they didn't, did they? Let's be fair. Um, the Danes showed up. The well, Swedes every, showed everyone up. but two. Well, yeah, the Danes showed up, the Swedes showed up. Um, yeah. The, the, the lightweights from the north up. of England, however, didn't. They yeah, the north, north, south, south of England showed up. Yeah, they they, they didn't show up, um, and they they didn't show up for a good couple of hours. And yeah. Even uh, a certain Custer's player showed up, even though he fell asleep when, at the event. Yeah, he fell asleep during his first round game, I believe. Um, and he was... Well, if he was asleep uh, pretty much all of the time before that as well. I, I'm pretty sure he wasn't He wasn't even even trying to be sober at that point. I think he was still drunk. Um, yeah, he, uh, he claims to have gone to bed at uh, one. But yeah. it was... It, yeah, met him at breakfast. It wasn't good, was it? No one believed him. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. Um, you know who you are. We still like you, but yeah. Mm. Even if you were, you did play custodes. Um, yeah, but he did handicap himself. Yeah, this is true. How did he hang on? How did he hand? Oh yeah, he was drunk. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was. Um, he was. Uh, he, he was. Good. But but yes, they didn't show up. When they did show up, they were welcomed to a very generous golf clap from everybody else. Um, <laughs> Because I think they, they they required it at that point. It, it was most definitely needed. Um, yeah. So let, let, enough about that because we can we can keep that going for um, for for months if we really string it out a bit. Um, yeah. So we'll do but that. At least we have haven't heard any stories of uh, what do you call it vomiting. I'm to, I was trying to find some more eloquent word to use, but. He's going to do it like this, puking your mouth. Yeah, no, there was no, there was no repeat of the max uh, of maxing. That's, I think, that's a good way of putting it. Should that be the max award? Getting lost and still, and, and, and still, puking your mouth. I think, I think we're going to run out. We're going to have too many awards for stuff. We, yeah, that's we, true. We need, we, we should not, wouldn't, we shouldn't really, you know, boost that. Um, we shouldn't really reward that kind of behavior, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> So many rewards. So many rewards. Yeah. Now, there'll be more rewards than players next year. That'll be a lot of awards. Um, so then we go. On, we get back to this. Go back to the gaming because I think what has to be one of the I don't know what the right word is. Comical, um, unfortunate series of events took place. For uh, Jimmy and his Jimmy and his uh, <laughs> night house in his 
first game. My night house, you mean? Well, he was, it was his night house at the time. It now belongs to somebody else altogether. You know, so it now brings, belongs to Trevor Bynum. So it's using Trevor's <laughs> night house. Um, he had a bit of a rough start. Uh, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Now, Freddie, do you want do you want to explain what happened? Well, he was playing on a three thousand five hundred point game, uh, where they had a warzone trait that basically they had orbital debris falling down, and unfortunately, they had orbital debris falling down on his night, and it caused an explosion. And it actually went up exploding the night. That night then flipped over and had a de-explosion on the next night. We then flipped over and exploded and had a de-explosion on the next night. We then scattered on to another night. And eventually when everything stopped fucking flipping around exploding, four nights were dead. <laughs> yep. He <laughs> had a really hard start. It was like full-on domino effect. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, it was... Yeah, uh, but fun. Yeah, it for, was brutal. For everyone else, at least. It was brutal. I mean, I, I really genuinely felt sorry for him because that was... Um, that was harsh. That was that was so harsh. Um, yeah. It's uh, not fun when it's uh, not on you, basically. <laughs> well, well, he was laughing though. He, he thought it was pretty fun. It was funny. I mean, I think I think it, it has to be. That was like watching Angron flip, uh, uh, bust up two knights and flip them onto a land raider from last year. That was that moment. That was our, the Angron moment. Then uh, the the only problem is there was like no one there that did the flip or anything. It was just like. Some bombs fell down from the sky because the scenario said so, and it <laughs> fucked his day up. Yeah, yeah. that so was harsh. They killed more of his army than his opponent did. Yep, and which, which on the other hand gave the traitor, I mean the loyalist general, the, his first win. Yep, and uh, it was thanks, thanks to the environment. Yeah, basically the world killed the knights to give the Alpha Legion a chance. Somehow, let's be honest, the Alpha Legion would have claimed that they they worked that out and they planned that. There will be there will be somebody who said that was you know uh, Alpha Legion Pater Zeta Zeta Theta you know um, Epsilon Nine. You know, it's all yeah, as you say, all according to plan. That's what we meant to do. It happened. Um, in reality, that was knocking it in off four cushions and into the pocket. Um, kind of, you know, snooker shop. Um, it it was hilarious. Um, so, did did either of you gentlemen have any sort of high, further highlights from the day? Because the the loyalists yeah, uh, started to pull it back. At uh, I, I can mention, I can mention that uh, the games going down in the basement was quite fun to watch. That that was when Morton and Eric was was playing. So. Uh, Emperor's Hillum versus Mechanicum and uh, Eric once again got a Warhound against him yeah, which and, and he, which he beat up fault, in close combat which was Nicholas's fault if I remember rightly yeah it was <laughs> he even apologised when walking downstairs 
I, th- I think if he's going to keep playing like that, I think Nicholas really should invest in a... Um, well, he won a game. Well, no, I'm just saying if it's going that way, he should really invest in an Alpha Legion army, so at least it makes a bit more narrative sense with everything. Oh, I, th- I thought he should go to one of the card stores and buy condolence cards. <laughs> or apologize cards. Ah, that, that, that would work as well. One, one yeah. for each of his three guys. <laughs> yeah. Ah, but that was a really interesting game. There's some lovely pictures of it. Up. The other game in the basement wasn't that hard fought. Because that was over in less than 20 minutes. Yeah, I felt for the guy on that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was a loyalist, uh, Thousand Sons versus uh, Death Guard. Yep. And the Death Guard player had a Warhound that... Uh, Basically eliminated everything he had that could take out and take it down in one round of shooting. Yeah, and, so, and he had uh, heavy weapons team inside a Voyager generator as well, which was going to just. Yeah. Well, the Warhound was also within range of the Voyager generator. Oh, okay. Yeah. Owie. To be fair, it could have been a decent game if he hadn't gotten all of the stuff eliminated, but. No, that since he was loyalist, he missed uh, some of the more obvious powerhouses in a Thousand Sons Legion list. Mm. He, he was but playing all, it right, basically. Yeah. On the flip side, though, uh, after that all fucked up, they decided to have another game, and that was yeah. like, super close, and they had heaps yeah. of fun. So that was, I was that was basically what I told them as well when they. Well, you could just report this and have another game, so do whatever you want. And they did. They had a friendly 2,000-point game, if I remember rightly. Yeah, um, yeah because so, there's no really no need to just stop playing in that scenario. Uh, never stop playing. Never, never. What, what, what else were you supposed to do? Just do like me and stare at people playing? Stare at people, rub your legs, you know, look a little bit crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. But it was, it was, uh, the first round was, uh, the first round of the Sunday was a lot of fun. And there was some, uh, some serious gaming going on. And then we had, um, the, again, we had lunch. Then we split off into the, the second, the, the afternoon round. And because of uh, time and making sure to get everybody... I must apologise. I must apologise. You mixed up the games? Because the, the, yeah, because the first game was between Traitor Thousand Sons and Iron Hands in the basement. Yeah. And that was a really hard-fought game. Mm-hmm. And then it was the the other the, the second one, uh, the second yeah. one was that one around. Yep. Um, I just had to apologise because I remember. Ah, that's okay, man. Good, good of you. So to many say. thousand sons. Yeah, I was actually quite yeah, impressed that, to see some the, that number of armies of them. Yeah, but the other the other, the other game had uh, Magnus and a few segments. Yeah, just a dash of segments. Yeah, yeah, it does need to be pointed out that. Um, Magnus plus 20 Sekma in Zone Mortalis is wrong. Actually, I think it was only 16 in Zone Mortalis. Oh, only 16 Sekma in Zone Mortalis. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. Magnus and 16 Terminators in, in uh, Sekma Terminators in <laughs> Zone Mortalis is wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. Um, so, yeah. Didn't okay. they help the fucking traders anyway. So. Oh, dude, no need. Um, there was a distinct lack of wolf to keep them in check. So there was a distinct lack of space wolves, yeah. but they were custodies. Yeah, yeah, but they Le- didn't Lex, fare any Lex, better. If, if you, Lex, if you're listening to this, you need to bring your, uh, you need to make sure the thousand sons in check. Just saying, needs to be done. 
Um, but yeah, so the last game we so as also I was saying, that reason, Jake. Jake, yeah, bring both both of you get your asses over here and come yeah. and play. Um, Lex, bring Jake. Yeah, wait, what? Or Jake, bring Lex. Either way. Um, so with with the uh, the way that things were shaping up as far as time and everything was concerned, uh, there was a decision made um, by the TO team to have um, to basically pull the second round of um, or shorten the second round of ZM games down to just one ZM game um, rather than the two uh, to allow time for everybody for the ZM tables to get packed away and then have more hands available to help pack down the um, the actual main gaming tables. And to be fair, people helped. They did. Really. And and also, and also, due to like the whatever bonus they would get for the second CM game would never affect the game anyway. So. Yeah. So it was. It was. They were only playing for the one bonus instead of the uh, the two. Um, And actually worked out quite well on a lot of the tables because there was only really time for, as you said, for one of the bonuses to get involved and make an impact um, because they would always come on at the start of the next turn from ongoing reserves so it worked out it worked out well in that case um, and with that we had um, uh, for my part I actually got to play a game because uh, sadly my buddy Frederick was uh, struggling with uh, a migraine so I hopped in and took over his death guard for Zone Mortalis um, which I will say on a personal note has given me an idea for a really nice um, World Eaters uh, ZM Force using what I've got here at home and a few other things um, so that was a lot of fun and I played against uh, Eric's Eric Velo's uh, Mechanicum and a combination of uh, late night um, wrong sort of questions asked at the beginning of the game led to um, him running into a very large amount of um, flamers um, <laughs> chem, fl- chem munition flamers on dreadnoughts and um, proving the uh, combo of a carries assault cannon and a pa- uh, dreadnought power weapon with a heavy flamer built into it if you've got a pair running in a talon or whatever is pretty pretty dangerous when you're you know pumping down shots that can rend and then putting over d3 auto hits with with stuff um yeah so we we played to a point where eric really couldn't sort of carry on and, and win out the game um and you know as he said it was he, he messed up on one thing it was it was uh six of one half dozen the other but it was a really good game i do like playing games um against eric cause he's a really solid guy really good fun and um, it was nice for me to get involved and actually get a game in. So that that was my highlight from the from the last round. Um, what about you, gents? Were there any big big standouts for you? No, I was, uh, I, I was busy camping points and organizing people coming up, placing uh, tokens on the map and shit. So I, I didn't really have time to look at any of the games for the last round. And when uh, Jody started playing, I took over a bit of his roaming. Around, yeah. Upstairs, you. while I kept a check on uh, the game downstairs, where it was a quite interesting game of uh, well, Iron Warriors versus rapidly dying knights. <laughs> yeah, Linus fucking swamp knights. Or yeah, they were quite quickly eliminated with uh, my shadow swords and iron havocs with last cannons. Mm, they do do a good job when they use properly. 
Yeah, but it looked it was a really good looking game because mm. fully painted stuff is good looking. That's uh, what it is. I have to admit, it's, it was really nice to see um, nightlists being played and people having fun against them um, and actually yeah. enjoying the games. I think I think this year had a benefit of people playing the, against them last year and knowing what to expect. Yeah. So yeah. basically, everyone took stuff that easily killed knights and everything else. Yeah, but and they still like the besides Magnus in the zone, it wasn't that many dick kicking lists. No, no it's quite fair, fair actually. The, the I think S- I think to be fair, <laughs> I think that hang on, let's qualify this. I think if any one of those lists went into another tournament or another narrative situation that wasn't Scanders, I think they would have done some serious hurt because they were. Unless they went to Gibraltar, possibly. Even then, um, oh, not, not not what I've heard. <laughs> but um, no, I th- I think they would have been um, they were pretty hardcore uh, or some pretty hardcore lists in there. But as you say, when you've got that many lists together uh, playing against each other, it evens out, and and it was it was pretty well rounded. I don't think there were a couple of lists that sort of came out with a hundred percent win record. I know Bjorn did. Uh, I think a couple of other guys did, but um, you know it, it was nothing that was, you know, uh, there was no face stomping. I think is a good and, way of putting and, it. And and you could never really plan for that. Just surprise, Warhound. <laughs> yeah. Appearing on the horizon. So that's pretty much rounding up the uh, end of the actual gameplay. Um, and it, it came down to the last last couple of games putting in their points, and then then it really came down to the planet and what who was doing what on the planet, didn't it, guys? Well, we could also mention that some people maybe should learn to count their victory points, Jens. <laughs> or or remember to put down occupation markers, fucking Nicholas everyone. Or, or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we're uh, we're gonna teach them how to use a map next year, right? So, yeah, I think there's that, or we we just you know if you miss it, you miss it, <laughs> basically. Or, or we do it for you. <laughs> yeah, there is that too. We'll see what we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see how. Poor Nicholas had one win and he get put down his occupation. Yeah, and well, and I just want to mention one thing. Nicholas lost a game versus Max. That Max tried to lose. Well, Max, no, to be fair, Max was going to try and complete his cutlery set. He wanted to yeah. get the wooden spoon this year, or yeah. the uh, the next uh, the next the wooden uh, salad, salad fork, or whatever. Yeah, he wanted he wanted to try and win that. He 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 was going for his own pride and glory, which was he was aiming for <laughs> but, last place. <laughs> Nicholas lost a game against like a preteen. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> no twelve-year-old. <laughs> well, pre-adult teenager, you know. To be fair, most of us attending are probably there mentally. Pre-adults, yeah, yeah, they're mentally. Uh, oh, else. I, I don't mean mentally. I mean like, in, you know. <laughs> so well, let's voice. let's go on to what's all all also is in the live stream we did. Yeah, which is the end of the event. Yeah, that's true. Like we said. It all came down to the uh, the map and how the uh, 
the the sort of land grabs and possessions had uh, come in and who'd um, who'd actually no, claimed and all the extra points that you yeah. tried to give the traitors I didn't try to give the traitors any extra points I was well well organised I'd already done that um, yeah and how did that turn out for you it looked closer than it probably no I didn't give any points <laughs> people did they, I put down the uh, what they don't I'm just, just going to say that I'm joking yeah you are you could almost believe it I'm not I'm not doing that not this time not this time uh, but no, they, they came down and the loyalists took the overall victory and they got themselves okay. yep second year in a row but it was a hell of a lot closer this year score wise and I think I think overall it was a lot closer game um, I think last year uh, I think I com- commented on this on the run up I think last year that basically the uh, the traitors didn't bring as many of the big guns um, overall in the lists. Uh, not that I think that that was the true reason they didn't they didn't win, but I think that was a big big part of it. And there were a number of sort of like first time players like myself who were um, taking part. But it was really good to see them come up so close and do so well. And then we had. Um, well, we had the uh, the ceremony, didn't we? Um, we well, we had a full ceremony because we had not only did we have the sort of wrapping up ceremony for Scandus, we had the the night raffle draw as well, which we've already covered. Which we, yeah. Uh, but yeah, everybody um, everybody got their shout outs, and it, we had uh, we always have a number of awards, uh, which none of so which, many awards. Yeah, but the, but these awards, particularly here at Scandus, don't have anything to do with points scored it's not about you know winning your games uh, and coming out on top and being the most competitive player because that just doesn't work um, especially in this 30k community so what we have is we have a lot of um, uh, well our awards are based around people's choice and we have uh, we've gone through this again before but we have best loyalist or players choice loyalist players choice trait best traitor and um, should we mention what they mean? Because yeah, I mean, choice. yeah, by all means, could you cover that off, Chris, while we're here? It, it's basically you had to vote for the the best loyalist and or and trader for the theme of their army. Yeah. So and it's not true. like the best play, player in the one who won the most games on the side, but the best player in the what did you bring? How did you complete it? Yeah. Stuff like that very much directed in that way which is like we said it's hobby it's hobby award basically exactly which is what it really should be and then we had the um everything is hobby related yep everything is and then we had the um the best painted army which went um actually let's just run through the stuff first and then we can say who won what okay well we had best painted which is very important yeah, another player vote as well. Um, again, another player vote. You're right. Then we had um, best sport. Best sport, which is, let's be fair, the key, because that that's really where uh, you know player sport, player sportsmanship is a really big thing. And a, gr- a community of great guys uh, and girls, it's great to have a really, you know, be able to recognise someone who really sort of made everybody's games. That much bit more better, more enjoyable, and was just all round awesome dude. Uh, we also had the um, 
the wooden spoon or wooden spatula award the big spoon the big spoon exactly um and we had a special award this year a newly instigated award (laughs) exactly um special for this event which was had to be done which was the cheese cutter award and this will this will become clear very soon. Yeah. So we, we should also mention that not every country do have cheese cutters, do they? No. Well, cheese grater, cheese slicer, cheese yeah. knife, whatever you want to call it. And so it's a cheese cutter over here in Sweden, and it it, it makes sense in a moment. So let's. Um, this is uh, where we <laughs> we have to sort of talk about who did what. So let's talk about who got best loyalist uh, or players choice loyalist players choice traitor uh, Freddie can you can you remember who you handed the awards to <laughs> can I yeah yep. good yes I can can you tell uh, us yes I can tell you uh, best traitor was actually Max it was wasn't surprise, it Max surprise. from the road to yeah. terror he, I, I think he was, charmed them all <laughs> yeah I think he was a little bit disappointed actually I think he <laughs> But uh, no, he 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 won a, a he won an awesome bunch of goodies, including a Yeti cup, which was sponsored by uh, Grim Brothers Powder Coating, um, all the way over the beautiful Josh Delarosa from uh, the Forgotten Legion out there in Texas. Love you, Josh. Um, and then who who won the best uh, Player's Choice Loyalist? Uh, that was that was Andre Dominic and his fucking lovely Raven Guards. Yes. We love Andre because he's a he's a lovely dude, and he, again, right. he picked up uh, um, a, a Yeti cup from uh, from Grim Brothers powder coating with the uh, we had the the Emperor's um, sort of custodies type logo on on a gold one for the loyalist, and we had a nice Sons of Horus green with some Warmaster quotations on there for for the loyalist. Um, yeah, and and also they got the dice boxes from Grim Painting yeah. and some dice bags. Yeah, they had some really really cool stuff. Um, and then who else did we have? Um, uh, who else did we have? We had the best painted, which was Kim, yeah. and Kim Kim, walk, Kim walked away with a bunch of painting goodies. Yeah, I just going to mention, I had a little, sh- little chat with him, and he was worried that he wouldn't win because the competition was way higher this year. <laughs> so, he, so I think he, it was more of a hope I win. But it's 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 really nice to see that uh, the pa- the painting is in, stepping up. Oh, I'm coming, yeah, well, I'm coming for you. I, I was going I was going to go through that in in the end, but I have to say that all the boats, like. Constantly from this year since we started Lincoln and all the way there, like the entire 2017, all the boats has been super tight. Yeah. It hasn't been like mm-hmm. last year when it's been like a clear cut. It has been like massively close to who's who's won what, and that's so cool to see. And isn't it really better to win when it's so close? Close. Yeah. Yeah. It is, but I'm I'm coming for you next year, Kim. I'm coming for you. I'm going to be taking yeah. part in some events. I'm going to be coming for you on that yeah. one. Too bad you're TOing our events and can't participate. No, I might step out of one event <laughs> just so I can participate and put my army in for best painted. I probably won't win because probably, like, oh, he's a TO, he can't, can't win. Well, yeah, something will happen. And the note that I would put on it that says disqualified. Oh, screw you. 
Um, <laughs> the kid won best painted, and then we had um, best, best sport, and that went it's to Jens. Jens, the our, lovely, our good colleague, our sometimes roving reporter from the Northern Heresy podcast, Jens Treff, who was had a lot of fun with his uh, Dark Angels and was generally an all-round awesome dude. Even um, though he forgot the cannon to his glaive. Yeah, but he was saved. And uh, that was that was fixed pretty quickly for him. Um, so yeah, that was that was an awesome awesome win for Jens. And and then we had we had the uh, the cursed one, the winner of the Nicholas Award, yeah. which is Nicholas' colleague on the podcast. Generally funny that it wasn't Nicholas. It was, however, Morton from Morton Clint from uh, the uh, Don't Lose Your Head That's podcast. Right who picked up the, the, the wooden spoon or the, the big spoon as he is also now known um, and he picked that up and he also received two um, two knights as his prize which is very yeah, awesome yeah. Um, so he did very very well on that front um, and then because like we said that there was need of a special prize yeah, very much it in really need was. of a special prize. And Freddie, do you Freddy. want to tell us about this one? Well, you know, I was uh, thinking that you know we need to recognise that someone actually brought Magnus to Son Metallus. We, we we just couldn't let that go. <laughs> not not that, only Magnus, sixteen segment, sixteen segment terminators at the same time. Yeah, I think he used a cataphractic arm for them as well. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I think he was trying to give the other guy a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but we, we can't just get those kind of things, you know. Leave them. Let them slide. Let them slide in the community. We need we need to recognize these things and, you know, I don't know, give them some sort of recognition. So we gave so, them the cheese cutter awards. So we gave them the cheese cutter award. Because all I they reco- do is fucking cutting cheese. <laughs> I recommend oh, yeah. watching the live stream for this because it was really gracious in, uh, in this award, even kneeling before the crowd. He took he took it he took it well he he did yeah. I was very proud of him uh, he did a great job with that and uh, he understood the humour it was given in, uh, which is very awesome. It was all a good spirits. Oh yeah, and then then once all the awards were given out, um, it was time to uh, hand out the uh, the winners' medals to the the loyalist side, and the loyalist general was then invited up to uh, to lift the sword of Scandus, um, this prize for for this year's winning army, or winning winning faction, and he. Uh, Graciously uh, raised, and everybody, with well, after a little bit of direction, took a knee, uh, which was rather cool to see, actually. Um, and then he also, they, yeah. oh, no, I'm just going to say he also decided to do the prudent thing and not trying to cut someone's head off. Yep, he did, which is rather rather good of him. And uh, happy to know him, he actually could wield one of those buggers really well. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's a good friend of mine, Dion. Um, and I was I was very proud of him for doing so well there, and the the, the well done to the to the loyalists for winning. I, I won't lie, I was very disappointed not to see my my, my beloved traitors uh, pick up the win because I was hoping we'd be able to avenge ourselves from last year. But 
you can't have everything so we're just going to have to make sure we break the three peat and we uh, we we take we have to try and take it next year um, and it uh, it was a re- re- really close this year it wasn't that many points that no it was actually just really it was really really good very respectable um and yeah, it was uh, nine points difference which is basically one of the big games one of the big well one of the big games a couple of extra the uh, a mission or two yeah and um, it was close I mean it was close it was brilliantly close and I I would like to say um, from my point of view I would like to say thank you very much to everyone who attended um, everyone was really well behaved helped out was awesome to their fellow gamers there were no really stupid um, issues you know there was rule stuffs here or there um, little bit of tension here or there when games started to count and come down to the wire but that's what you get when you're when you're playing for the big prize and you know overall everyone was absolutely awesome to each other which was great to see and um, yeah I think it was absolutely absolutely brilliant event I mean what, what, what do you guys think what was it from how, excuse me how was it from your point of view well, I can, well I can nothing else but agree <laughs> yeah no it was amazing like I had I had a blast and it was so fun and, and the best part is seeing everyone is fucking smiling and laughing and drinking beers and rolling dice and screaming like oh fuck shit that went to hell and oh you know the the good old fucking shit you do in hobby and it was just yeah yeah speaking of I even had time to take some breaks because it was quite light on stuff to Theo at moments at least downstairs there were only two games going on yeah we even had time to spend time in the kitchen and talk painting with uh, people that just happened to tag along for fun yeah and building lists as well yeah which was really fun as well yeah so and and, uh, not having to basically supervise everyone but just but being there when they needed someone yeah for questions and stuff yeah that's a good sign as as well for a well-behaved event yeah i must admit just on a personal note i was uh super happy to be able to help freddie out and be part of the to team um and this is kind of how we're planning on going forward and it was a lot of fun being able to just be there and help people out Uh, i enjoyed getting a game in as well because i love you know we all love to game and that was a lot of fun but uh, yeah, it was just a lot of a, a lot of energy, a lot of fun going around, um, and I was very much, very very much looking forward to doing it again soon. Um, I'll be on the players' side, which we'll talk about when we come to the next event, uh, to our event shoutouts in the wrap up. But um, from our point of view, doing the events uh, as the Brandon Heresy, I am super looking forward to uh, to doing it again very soon. Um, and yeah, I actually got to play as well, but that was on the Friday. But I got to play. You did, didn't which, you? Which is important. It is. <laughs> it's it's where it counts, Chris. It's where it absolutely yeah. counts, mate. That's where so, it has to be. This year, I've made it to 100% more events and played at least a game more at an event than I did last year. You played 100% more. Uh, actually, I played equally as much because I did play the podcast battle last year. This is true. But at least, but at least this year. I had an idea what the hell I was doing. 
it was awesome it was absolutely awesome and we had a great time um yeah i mean freddie from your point of view is there any sort of anything you want to sort of wrap up with no it's just uh like uh when when, when we started all these events we never ex- never thought it was going to be this big and and it's just good to see that all the feedback is just amazing it just keeps us going we want to run more events we want to keep going and doing this because you know seeing you guys happy and laughing and rolling dice and enjoying your time that that's all that matters and all the friendly rivalries that stem from it oh yeah yeah and and we are already talking more about it and planning more for next year and as we've already mentioned next year's event series which uh, we will be talking back talking more on sorry in the wrap up um, but there will be future episodes based around this and there will be a lot of information based around this as we're moving forward uh, but you will definitely see the same if not a higher standard of event next year is what we're aiming for uh, and I'd like to I'd like to say for myself and I think for the rest of the guys that we would love to have everybody back who came to Scandus this year um, you're absolutely classy bunch bunch of blokes and um, you know if we can make it so we can have more people next year even better we'll find a way if we can um, so yeah that, that's from my point of view Chris, Freddie do you guys want to say anything before we sort of head on out to our wrap up well I got one thing which and is that is for those that attended our events this year Scandis in particular but also all of the other ones if you have any suggestions or comments or anything send them to us because we really want to hear it if it is something we did that you think we could improve or something that, we, that was really good or something that you would want to see at any of our future events we want to know that because we can't anticipate anything, everything and well we want to make good events for you and we invite you to give suggestions to what that would be. Yeah, give us, send us your feedback, and make us, uh, make us, uh, make us better by being involved. And uh, you know, we'll do our best. Um, we'll do our best to make it even better for you. Freddie, anything and, uh, from your end? Oh, sorry, Chris, you were going to say sorry. Mate. I was going to mention the feedback you can send that through any channels that you can contact us on because we will take it and talk about it and discuss it. Oh, yeah. No, that, no I guess like Chris said, like we, we try out heaps of different things. We try out sweat cards. We try out uh, mission objective cards. We try out everything. If it's something that, that you like and want to see more, we can fine-tune that. If it's something that you don't think works, we can remove that and focus more on, on another thing. Like... That just help us out make stuff even better exactly yeah. exactly and like Chris said get us to, get in touch with us anyway most efficient way is probably via the email so the uh, Varangian Heresy po- podcast uh, the Varangian Heresy sorry the Varangian Heresy at gmail.com um, but do hit us up on Facebook through messages and inbox there or you can uh, ping us on um, Twitter or on Instagram as well so with that or, being said yes for those that actually have friend friend us on Facebook, send us a message and we will forward it to the rest of the group. Yeah, we 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 can be you know contacted personally if that's your sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think other than that, big thank you to everybody. Next year is going to be off the hook, and we're going to head on out to a tune, and we'll be right back with our wrap up.
and we're back and it's time for the wrap up uh, now Freddy's had to disappear off because uh, Freddy is a busy man and we're busy too but we just happen to be free at this moment in time so it's me and Chris doing the wrap up and before before we actually go into the wrap up again one final shout out to everybody who came to um, Scandus everybody who helped out everybody who helped out with set up in donations to the charity the charity raffle in you know, providing people with lifts back and forth to hotels, to, you know, the guys uh, who went out for food for us uh, on the Saturday night before the night raffle, to, you know, thank you ever so much. I think there's actually Linus and Dobbin, Dobbin before I forget. Um, yeah. But to everybody... Those were some really, really standard cheeseburgers. It was McDonald's. But it was food. Given that, they, given that they had a Snickers for lunch, the cheeseburgers were actually tasted delicious. I was going to say, McDonald's, if you've had a Snickers for lunch, McDonald's cheeseburgers must taste like fucking, you know, Michelin star food. Um, well, it tastes like cheeseburgers. It's still quite good. Okay, well, I won't push you that far then. But again, shout out to everyone. We're going to we're gonna look forward to seeing you at the event series next year. And that's something we're going to talk about in a minute. Uh, because that's the important thing to talk about now that Scandis is wrapped up, what you get to look forward to next year. But before that, we're going to shout out one more upcoming event. Chris, do you want to shout that one out for us? Yeah, the next upcoming event that we've got on the list is uh, the Harris event at BSK in Borås on November 4th. That's a Saturday, I think. It is. And the BSK is a gaming con, so it's, it's not just a Harris event, there's more going on. Nah, you know. <laughs> but, uh, well, it's in, well if you're interested in more than one game and maybe want to stay the entire weekend and not just play Harrison in one day. If you're crazy enough, that is. But why wouldn't you? Exactly. But they, it's a two and a half thousand point event with uh, an optional twelve fifty point Sunmortalis army, and armies must be comprised from a single Age of Darkness Force organization chart. And this event follows up on Gothcon that, that took place over the Easter weekend earlier this year. And it's a part of their ongoing campaign, which is really nice. They have a really good story written around it. And I actually think it's full, the event. Is there, the last check, there is a reserve list on there as well. Yeah, but no, that, so yeah. that's the that's reason not to go, if you live close by at least, because then you can check it out and talk to nice people. Look at nice games. Mm-hmm. Look at other stuff at the F- con as well. Yeah. Fondle Jody's beard, perhaps. I'm always open to a bit of beer fondling. Don't don't want to turn that away. See, it's a win-win situation if you go. Totally is. You're totally welcome to to, to fondle away and and feel that you have won on many levels. Um, as I say, myself, uh, myself, Freddie, and Chris are attending. So uh, and Freddie and Freddie, yeah. Well, the, the, myself, Freddie, and Chris. That was yeah. what we said. All of us. Uh, I've, I've heard something really horrible from Freddy, but that's something you have to go and see what he actually is bringing. Yeah, I've got to paint it up for him as well. <laughs> well, at least at least part of it. Oh yeah, well the 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 the, the si- one a a physically sizable part is is how I will mention it. However, let's not spoil. Look forward to the event. It's going to be awesome. Um, so that I'm is. I'm gonna mention something. Yeah. There's some mosquito in here. Okay. Where the fuck did that come from? Careful. I don't want another. Yeah. Mo- I don't want a moth dungeon repeat. No, here. no, this is this is worse because they are, they are attracted by me. Okay. Not uh, not to me, by me. 
by you. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So, so, it's a, a quick glance behind the scenes. We have insect problems in Sweden as well, not only in the UK. Yeah, well, they have gotha flies and we, we have, you know, blood-sucking vampire flies. I think ours are yeah. far more hardcore. Yeah, it's dead now. I'm sorry. Sorry. You have Peter, uh, Peter calling after us saying, you know, you stepped on this. It'd be like, yeah, fuck off. Well, it, 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 it started it. It started it. Okay. Let's <laughs> yeah, move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> so let's move on to something that we presented to the guys attending Scandus. Yes, we presented the 2018 Varangian Heresy podcast series, and Chris, you've put together a rather awesome uh, flyer for the event or for for the uh, Heresy series for next year, which. Oh. Uh, Pretty much had to, didn't I? Well, you did, yes, but it's pretty <laughs> awesome of you for putting it together anyway. Um, and next year, we have, as it stands, five events planned across the year. I put that little asterisk there as the as it stands because you never know. So driving in someone's car at some point somewhere, something could be spawned. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, basically. <laughs> terms and conditions apply. You know, the... the things you know anything could happen in the next half half year you know who knows um so let's start off we'll give you what we're going to do is we're going to give you guys a very brief overview of each event and what the sort of aim of each event is going to be uh, or, or general theme and we're looking forward to this one because it's it's going to be a, a narrative a narrative series so it's going to have an it's going to have a story arc that connects all of the events together it's going to be played over a period of time during the heresy and we're going to be doing different types of events as we go uh, this is something we took from last year and we're refining it down uh, before we came on air uh, recorded this uh, section Chris and I were having a really good discussion about it as well so I think it was more of a yelling and screaming but we can call that's it a te- that's a discussion. I've been married. That's te- I've been married twice. That's technically a discussion. We haven't got to the divorce level of screaming and shouting and blood drawing yet, so we're okay. Well, it's it's when it's all grows silent. That's the worrying part. Yeah, exactly. But we'll we'll, we'll gloss over that. We're not there yet. Uh, so, shall we start off? Let's start off with the first event. Chris... Let's start off just say, saying this. Welcome to beautiful. Bis- bis- ah, fuck it. <laughs> Do you want to try yeah. again? I've talked talk too much now, you know, i talked too much. Yeah. Welcome to beautiful Byzantia on Numina Elysium. Oh, yes. You which is learn... the capital and the planet in question. You will learn to you will learn to know and love these names because they will be so or prevalent else. as we talk about them uh, over, the next com- <laughs> over the next coming six to 12 months, I think is the best way of putting it. Um, yep. So let's talk about the first event. Now, this is taking place... At uh, Lincoln next year, uh, which is scheduled in for the 9th to the 13th of May, and yeah, we haven't really settled on which day because yeah, those organizing Lincoln day. have to get back to us on that one. That's that's the time frame that the con itself is taking yeah. place on. Um, so let's have a look. And Chris, do you want to tell us the name of the name of the event and what we're, what the actual information around that is that we've got for the guys right now? Yeah, uh, the event will be called Assault on Amorion, and that's the city of Amorion, which is the primary port of call for any visitor to Numina Elysium. 
being the location of the primary ground space transportation and shipping hub of the planet. And that's basically where they settled the planet when they first discovered it during the age of technology. That's your uh, Plymouth Rock or whatever you want to refer to it as. Yeah, but uh, now let's not go into how many hundreds of years before they actually settled. Yeah, I was gonna, I thought that would set you off, but <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the Plymouth Rock of when the Imperium arrived on the planet. Yep. So really yeah. much Plymouth Rock then. <laughs> but uh, Salt on a more on a Morion is the first instalment of the Vanian Harris event series of 2018, and will take place during the Link Link on May. Uh, the event will be centered around games of Sun Mortalis and Centurion lists, focusing on capturing Amorion, and that means the space docks above the city, and the, the airfields and the storage complexes on the ground. Awesome. So that that is going to be a Centurion Sun Mortalis focus list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or lists, I should say, event, uh, which. I am very much looking forward to, and it's already prompting me to write and rewrite and write again several lists and, you know, prepare to paint them. So I'm very much looking forward to it. And it's, uh, it's a nice little, uh, what have I said, we discussed the 1,500-point limit for it. So Around about 1,500 points on the Centurion list, but, yeah. But uh, this, this is just a teaser. We will have a proper episode where we present the entire event series in full. Oh, yes. But uh, you have to look out for that one. Then we move on to our next event, and this last year was referred to as the uh, the Hagvarian uh, episode uh, event, or the it was created in the back of Freddy's car event. Which anyway, moving on. Um, yeah. So what are we what are we calling it this year, Chris? Yeah, this is the Fields of Nagara, which nominally is discussed as being taking place at Hagvaria, so the Hagvaria might remain as the event name. Okay for future season but uh, this one is uh, taking place on the second we're aiming for the second to third of June um, yeah that's nice that's that's almost my birthday hey. and it's also good because then I don't have to miss a music festival exactly it might be planned like that hmm. <laughs> Still, this is the Fields of Megara, and that's, this event is uh, centered around, uh, well, when you've taken the city and the airfields, you have to capture the ground around the city and establish a strong foothold on the planet. And uh, surrounding the city of Amorion is the area known as the Fields of Megara. This area is of major historical significance as the place of the first landing when Numine Elysium was first settled. It consists of a mix of starports, commercial districts, and food production areas. And the Fields of Megara is the second installment of the Vernon Harris event series and will take place on June, as we said, the first weekend of June. Uh, the event will be focusing on, focusing, focusing on armored warfare and seizing ground. More details to come. But expect a focus on tank warfare. Oh, yes. We're still working out the details, but there will be tanks. Lots of tanks. Lots and lots of tanks. Uh, now, whilst it's not in the not in the order here on our show notes, the next event in the chronological order is planned to be the Varangian Heresy or the Varangian Hobby Camp, um, hobby hobby event, hobby weekend. Take your pick, um, and that is planned between the eighth of all eighth of August and the twelfth of August. And we are very happy to say that we have. Uh, the wonderful Mr. Henry Steele and 
as I assume, as I've not met the gentleman yet, the, the most wonderful Mr. Andy Wardle, coming over, and they will be uh, running classes um, on airbrushing and teaching teaching basic skills on tanks and infantry, uh, very much akin to what the the MKA class was uh, this April when we ran it. Uh, that'll be taking place in. Uh, it's planned to be taking place in Stockholm, in so at the venue we use it's Solentuna and uh, all the details will be coming out from that uh, very soon we'll try and get Andy and uh, Henry on to do an episode around it and everything uh, but there's a lot of plans around that one we plan to have a lot of different th- different things taking place yeah. we can also mention that uh, there will of course also be fun and narrative gaming taking place oh yes but these games are not set on the planet that the rest of the event series is taking place on yeah but we have heard some rumors, right? Like a showdown, a showdown between Fulgrim and Ferris on the Black Sands of Eastern Five. Oh yes, I think I think uh, we've we've heard we've definitely that is something that's gonna gonna happen. Uh, that's a passion project of Freddy's, and I know he wants to put that up, have that up and running. Uh, so that's gonna go. There'll be a, a bro down, a bro down throwdown uh, between the Phoenician and the grumpy guy with the silver hands, um, the Gorgon. And that will be taking place on Ghost a Rider. Table. You mean? Go, Ghost Rider. Take your pick. Judge Death. You know they've all got the same demeanour. Um, but uh, yeah, that'll be taking place. Nearly headless Nick. Yeah, that too. But you know, last year when we did the MK uh, MKA course, we had a massive throwdown game uh, between a number of the the guys there. We might do something similar. We'll play some ZM. We'll just have a damn good time. Uh, so again, more details of that to come and we'll be pushing that out as soon as we have that information for you. So, let's jump back to the uh, the narrative gaming seri- part of the series. Uh, do you want to tell us about the third game of, the gaming event we have yeah. in mind? This is what uh, will be called our Scorpius event for this year. Mm-hmm. And the details on when and where aren't exactly set, but we're working on them. Yes, we are. Almost as we speak. And this is... Go, going to there, the planet has two main continents, and this is taking focus on the second one. And this is the battle for Trebizond and the fortress of Caldia. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. And uh, it's going to read from the little snippet we have. Uh, Trebizond is the name of the first fort city built on Numina Elysium, on the southern continent of Caldia. Formerly an area of great natural beauty, consisting of forests and open fields. Kalia has now been fully converted into a mechanical gamma-grade industrial complex. Spires, smokestacks and industrial compounds have replaced the forests, but the beauty persists. I have to ask very quickly, does does gamma level basically talk about the radiation levels? No, that's the third grade of forge. Ah, okay. Just just for a non-mechanicum noob, I was just like, uh, if we see the Incredible Hulk bouncing around, this could be fun. Well, if you if you let's put it like this, if you bring an incredible Hulk that's appropriate to the 30k setting, <laughs> you might you might be able to use him. Oh, no yeah. problem. That would make a cracking Ogryn conversion. Yeah. Anyway, 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 let's, let's so, talk about the actual gaming. The Trebizon before Jeff Kaluta is the penultimate part of the Varangian Heresy event series of 2018, and exactly located not been as I've said. As I said, now, this event will be centered around regular narrative games of Heresy with a focus on standard battle. So it's focusing on securing Trebizond prior to the final assault on the capital. So basically, the one who controls this uh, forge complex is the one that has more resources for the siege that is the last battle. Yeah, and it, which is, which is, or easier access to 
resources. And it may or may not have a direct bearing on, on the next event in many other ways as well, um, narratively yeah. and, and figuratively. Um, so Even though the story's not storyline is quite... <laughs> well, to be fair, it's quite set, but it won't be full reenactment, re 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 so to speak. It's more of a framework of what will happen on the planet. A little bit wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. Yeah, there will be a blue box somewhere, just changing everything in the middle, you know. As it always does. So, yeah. come on, tell us about the final yeah. event. Yeah, and as I mentioned earlier, the capital city of Byzantium on this planet. And it might be under siege at the end of the event series. No matter what will happen during the event series, it will be under siege, because fuck yeah, siege battle. <laughs> yes. And this will take place on what this year and uh, all of, and last year was called Scandus. So it will still be Caesar Byzantia at Scandus. And that is on the 6th and 7th of uh, October next year. And Byzantia is the planetary capital of Numen Elysium and the key to, contr to control the Varangoi Secondary Star Cluster. Uh, Byzantia is a massive hive made up of soaring spires, commercial districts, hablocks, and power clans, all contained within a gleaming curtain wall and massive fortifications. Battles will be fierce and hard fought. And the Siege of Byzantium is the fourth last event. Uh, this event will focus on besieging and assaulting Byzantium and will be the no holds barred type of event we have come to expect at the end of our event season. Bring out the big guns. So there will be siege tables, won't there, Jody? Oh, yes, there will. Oh, yes, there will. This is going to be. Oh, this is going to be Scandus Plus. This is, this is going to be. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be fun. I I I don't want to say any more because it's. I want this to be as much of a, a build up and a reveal as we've had for this year. <laughs> you mean it will? You want it to be as much a surprise to the listeners as it would be to us when we realize what we have to do to get. Yeah, pretty done. much. Yeah, I, I want the I want the reactions of oh dear Christ I've got this to paint uh, yeah. and build and paint uh, and build and paint to be uh, you know as legit as ours. I think there will be a small rule written in that. Nicholas is not allowed to send Warhound Titans to Eric. <laughs> just to have it established from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, we we got to be careful on that one. They just, you know, be, be a little uh, more... We, uh... Uh, there might be a giant city wall. There might be some commercial districts or storage yards you have to fight over. Mm. There, will, there will, as it was this year, be a mix of games. It won't just be one size of games. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a whole lot of fun. So that is very much a a light teaser a tickling if you will a tickling a tasting of what is to come of the varangian heresy event series in 2018 a goosing a goosing oh good choice of words i like that one a goosing um so that is the event series outlined as it stands there will be a lot more information coming out as we go along um, as we build up into next year and as we talk about what's going to be happening. Uh, there will be uh, information on how to attend and all the other good stuff that you will need to know if you want to come along and take part in those ser in this series. And, and as we've mentioned before, mm -hmm. if you have any comments, critiques, suggestions from this year, that you, from the events you attended, please send them in so we can take them in consideration for next year because we want to make the best event for you guys. Oh yes, and one thing I will say is, as of time of recording, um, the Road to Terror podcast have released a uh, sort of five or six minute long video 
uh, of their experiences over here at Scandus this year. So if you want to see what you could have won or been part of and what you can be part of next year, take a look at that. We've It's on our main page, it's on their page, and it's been shared across a number of different groups. So we hope you enjoy it, and we know that you'll enjoy next year as well. So, Chris, is there anything you want to say before we sort of bundle this up and put a bow on it? No, I just yet again want to th thank everyone that donated for the raffle. Yeah, and definitely. the raffle will be back next year, and full details will be upcoming in a future episode as well. Yeah. And if you want to be a part of a raffle, like donating something that will be raffle away, or just in general, get in touch because it's for charity, and it's never a good, it's never a bad thing to do charity. Yep, very much so. Let us know. That would be very awesome. Now, I think on that note, I'm going to say it's good night from me and me and from Freddy wherever he may be. And remember, guys, treat life like 30k. Be angry on in the streets. Be fulgrim in the sheets. And try not to lose your head. This is the Vrangian Heresy Podcast. Signing off. Let the